This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Welcome, everybody, to the Basement Bookers Podcast. This is the post-WrestleMania edition. Basement Jar here. Rich Deriz. Hit the ground running. Let's go. All right. We got news and such. So, WWE announced yesterday that they have re- finally released the revival, and multiple sources online are saying that there is no 90-day no-compete clause. They probably did that so that... Because they know how shitty the economy is right now, and they're like, "Listen, if you can find work, go for it." Okay, so there's the answer to the question I didn't ask because I don't care. Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, which, which question don't you care about? If the question is like, if they have a 90 day uh, no compete clause, so so I have an idea for a way they could bring them into AEW. Okay, let's hear it. Because they could just bring them in. And you know, like have the inner circle and the elite, you know, both try to try to get them on their crews or whatever. But you could bring them in as members of the Dark Order. Now, hear me out here. You got Brody Lee. Every week, he's like, "You're not," you know. Eventually, ultimately, he's saying to all these Dark Order members, "You're not good enough. You're not. Um, you're not good enough for the brain. You're not good enough to be here." Blah blah blah. Grayson and Evil Uno, they're like, well, you know, we're the best, but they're not the champs. And Revival come in, win the belts, reveal they're members of the Dark Order, Uno and Grayson are out. Okay. Well... And and then um, they can do something with that. I don't like it. Okay. You don't have to. Uh, No, it's not like hating. It's like, I don't want because then the Dark Order is just WWE cast-offs in a group together. It's like you're. It's like a shitty version of the NWO. Yeah, that's that's about the. That's probably the only negative of that. I mean, otherwise they could just come in and have the elite and the inner circle bicker over which of them, which team they should go on, and then just have them be about themselves. Or they're their own thing. They're right. just their own thing. Like they're just. Uh, I guess they can't use so they're they're all they could just say they're all fists and no flips. Could you not say that anymore, or can uh, they still say that? Like I don't know what's. Can you copyright like a I, phrase? I don't, I don't know what's gotten copyrighted and what hasn't. Um, I know they can't use the revival anymore. Um, Dash Wilder already changed his name to his old name Dash Wheeler. I think that's fine. I think they could just be look. We're we're the best tag team, mm-hmm. and we're the best wrestlers. Period. We're not we're not sports entertainers. We came here to wrestle the best, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna wrestle them. Or they don't even have to say that. We came here. We're we're the best wrestlers, and mm-hmm. you guys think you're the elite. Well, guess what? You're you're in you're in for it. Listen, I don't I can't write this stuff for them. Let them figure it out. Yeah, but just like we're the best guys, you know, have them, you know, just beating people, and it I don't it kind of sucks because it's not going to be like a live crowd thing, mm-hmm. but it's like to me it's like at least they got you know they got out quick uh, they they can do whatever, and I I don't think it's a big deal like all the marks is like AE Dub AE Dub they go in there it's like all right cool 
like I made the mistake of being excited about the idea of uh, Brody Lee headed to AEW, and so far, I don't know if it's because of COVID, but I'm just not interested. Mm-hmm. Like, if, so far, even though they're saying that's not what he's doing, the last episode of AEW, that looked like a Vince McMahon power suit. So, yeah. I don't know what the deal is, I, you know, like, I'm not a, I'm just a, I'm just, this is as a viewer, I'm not, like, an expert, I'm not... I'm not like a, like a Corey Graves or a Mitchell Cole or any of those people. I'm just a guy that watches, and this is my opinion, man. I just don't. I need I need to see what. I guess it's it's early. Yeah, it but is. so far I'm not. I, I'm I'm not interested. I want to see where they're going. So like I want I want I'm I'm gonna hold off judgment. Yeah. I, I don't want like it's kind of hacky the all they didn't give me a shot there but here I am look at me it's like yeah. just be your own man mm-hmm. you know you got a chip on your shoulder just you know I guess that could be part of it but it doesn't have to be the core tenant of your character right yeah like whether whether they're writing it this way or not um it's coming off that Brody Lee's like, well, listen, Vince, you thought I couldn't do this kind of character, and here I am doing this kind of character. Mm. Yeah. I would have... I, I really wish he would have done something about his look. Like, usually, like, if you... like, I, I get it's like a signature thing, that's just how he looks, but, like, he doesn't look like he's... He looks like he's playing dress-up when he wears a suit. Mm-hmm. You know? Like it, it, he he looks too crazy with the beard and the hair and stuff. Yeah, I get it. Um, I could see that. It's probably I mean I don't know if it's part of the um, if that's part of his vision for it or there I don't know. Who I'm sure knows? He, I'm sure I'm sure he can cut his beard beard if you want to since there's no way he has AEW merch yet. Yeah, with his face on it. Well, you don't even. It doesn't even have to be his face. It could be like his eyes and nose, because he has like a crazy look in his eyes or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, he does that really well. I feel like if he were to shave his head, now he doesn't have to shave his head. Like if he got a nice haircut mm-hmm. and like he did something cool with his beard, like maybe like a cool looking goatee or something, mm-hmm. uh, like it'd be like a cool T-shirt where he'd be like. Uh, like a Lex Luthor type mm. character, uh, you know, and I got this picture of uh, Lex Luthor that would look really cool if it was him. And I'm gonna I'm gonna put it into your Skype so you can see it, but okay. like a variation on it. But like obviously they could lo- they could do like you know Dark Order or whatever bullshit that they want to do. Um, and, and I get it. It's kind of like it's easy for me to say whatever, but you know, you, you never know until you try. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the bottom line uh, because uh, Stone Cold said so. But yeah, give, I'm going to give it a chance. We're going to give it a shot and uh, see where it goes uh, from here. So we could keep going, and I'll let you know when it's there. All right. Um. PW Insider reported this week that Rhea Ripley had to go back to Australia to renew her work visa um, with travel bans making it unclear when she'd be back on NXT TV but she posts on her Instagram that she's still in the US so we don't know what's going on there 
Uh, yeah, that's another one of those, like, you know, what, like, do you know what you're talking about? Or yeah. are you just, you know, you just talking? He just says things. Um, so. Wait, so it was Meltzer again? Not, the, the report that I read didn't specify whether it was Meltzer or who it was, but it's Meltzer. <laughs> um, it might, it might not have been Meltzer. It might have been, oh, Brian Alvarez, or I don't know if they have any lackeys working for them or whatever. Um, but someone had speculated that maybe that was why they uh, took the title offer at Mania. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, ho- I when I heard about that, I was hoping that was the case. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll, we'll get into that when, when we cover Mania. I just sent it to you. I like, see. it could be... It could be like it doesn't have to be the American flag. You could have like a dark order symbol or whatever, and he mm. could look just look sinister instead. But that that's more like uh like cool, or like you could even do it in the vein of those hope and change type uh, poster things. I'm sure you've seen those before. Yeah, you know those kinds of things, but like the opposite of it. Yeah, it's a pretty cool picture. Yeah, so. You know, there's ways to do shit, but to me, I I just I usually go straight to comic books or video games yeah um so I, I when i heard about the rhea ripley thing i was like please mm-hmm. i hope that's why because like when i went and looked back at the betting like it showed that she had she was the favorite to win it mm-hmm. so who knows i guess we'll well i keep for it feels like wrestlemania was a long time ago but it was just a week we have to go we're going to talk about that stuff anyway so yes there is a lot to talk about so Let's see if we can fly through the news here. Um, on f- yesterday, Vince made a decision to no longer tape Raw, NXT, or SmackDown going forward, that they're going to air live from the Performance Center every week. Uh, live with taped content? or like, <laughs> Well, live. Live matches and such. I mean, um, they were doing live matches before, and then they said, watch the Hell in a Cell, I mean, the Elimination Chamber match. Yeah, but, yeah, but all those matches were also pre-taped. Uh-uh. When they first did, when they first did the quarantine things, mm-hmm. they did oh. live. Yeah, at, at first it was live. Then they switched to tape. So Meltzer noted that um, WWE's deals with Fox and NBC Universal only allow for a certain amount of taped episodes per year. Usually, like you know, to allow for the holidays and such. Uh, and Vince uh, is worried they might. Uh, like if they violate that, if they go above that, that they might get less money from the networks. Uh, I guess it makes sense. You'd think they'd make like exceptions under extenuating circumstances, but probably not. Well, since like, they I, need the money too. Yeah, I feel like that will be worth a phone call. Be like, hey guys, so this whole thing is happening. I don't know if you've heard. Um, how about we can, we can we continue taping? Is that is that cool with the thing and the thing? Like it's worth a phone call. Yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't have checked on that. Uh, well, I bet they didn't check on. I bet they did. I, like, there's a lot of stuff that goes on that doesn't get reported by dirt sheets because they don't know. Yeah, that's true. It's, you know, it's one so, of those things. So we have to presume that a call was made. And they're like, no, we're not going to make any exceptions for the coronavirus. I I don't know that maybe not. Like we don't know if this is why though. Mm-hmm. It could just be Vince like not liking taped stuff. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't. He's not a fan. He likes the live thing. 
Yeah. Especially for Raw. True. So we have... This is an interesting one. Um, William Regal announced on The Bump this week that with Jordan Devlin unable to travel at the moment, which the whole world really isn't able to travel at the moment... And I can't even get out of the house. Right. And Not that I want to. Exactly. <laughs> An interim cruiserweight champion is going to be decided in a tournament. Oh, that's a great idea. That's great. Like, if eventually people can start gathering again and they start getting back to normal, that would make for a good storyline. It could be like the real cruiserweights champion type of situation. Like who's And then have like an undisputed cruiserweight champion match. Right. Now, are they, are they just doing this just for content or like why are they singling him out like I guess because he's over in Ireland probably but like why can't he just be the champ and just you know okay he can't defend it because of coronavirus I didn't realize the cruiserweight championship was so important but hey I guess they're changing things up yeah so speaking of changing things up the way this tournament is very interesting I'm reading uh, something from WWE.com uh, the format there's going to be eight superstars split into two groups of four superstars will compete against each of the three other members of their group the superstar with the best record in each group will advance to the championship match any ties will be broken by head to head record so the winner of group A will face the winner of group B to determine the new interim NXT Cruiserweight Champion and the groups will be revealed tomorrow. When was this posted? Today. So the groups will be revealed tomorrow on WWE.com and social media. I think it might be... Are they doing G1 rules? Like the New Japan stuff? Maybe. Let me see. I'm trying to... See if there's like, because I don't know the rules. Oh, they do four blocks of five. Okay. It's four blocks of five with each block champion advancing to a four man tournament to decide that year's winner. Alright, so maybe they're taking from that point on. G1 Climax. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I, I think this whole thing is just weird. Like, I don't know. I don't think it's necessary to say, well, he can't travel, so let's find a new champion. I guess because technically the NXT championship is a... I mean, the Cruiserweight championship is like not... Tech, it's supposed to be defended all over the world. It's not like the UK championship or the like any of those titles. I don't know. I feel like... I, I, or they just, need it, you know. In a, in a, it just doesn't make sense a little bit to me. Hmm. It's like unless they had had a specific storyline in place for the cruiserweight championship, and now that's on hold because Devlin's stuck in Ireland. This was the best sort of placeholder they could come up with. I don't know. I haven't watched two or five, maybe maybe not live in at least since the new year. Last time I watched 205 Live, uh, the Cruiserweight Champion was, uh, I don't remember. Oh, I think it was... Uh, Probably TJ Perkins. No. Oh. It was, um, what's that guy's name? 
the guy who's Daniel Bryan's friend now, was he the Cruiserweight champion? Gulak, yes. Yeah, he was a champion. Okay. Yeah. Right. He had won it from... Oh, jeez, wait. I forget who he was aligned with. Ah, whatever. It's been a while, is the point. Okay. Uh, so let's see. This isn't important at all, but Michael Cole has a new title now. He's the vice uh, president of announcing. Who's the president? It's a great question. I wonder uh, if Kevin Dunn is the the president of announcing. Pro- I don't know. Maybe. It can't be Vince. <laughs> Why not? He was the best. Wow, what a maneuver. The trapezius muscle. Yeah. Couple other things here. In a, so in a ten minute conference call, and this isn't directly wrestling related, uh, but the XFL CEO Jeffrey Pollock laid off all XFL employees, saying they're suspending operations with no plans to return in twenty twenty one. That was I'm very sad about that. Like this this like there's a let's play to be sad about. I'll just get that out of the way before somebody starts yelling at me. Right. But that kind of stuff that sucks. Like the one, like the one thing Vince tried very hard to rectify, and he did with like the first few games until this started to happen. Mm. Man, I feel bad for all those guys. Now they didn't say they're not coming back at all. First of all, you mean for like twenty twenty two? Right. So they might be back in twenty twenty two. They just said no plans. Right as of right now, no plans to return in twenty twenty one. That's first of all. Second of all, a few weeks ago we reported that they they're paying out everyone's contracts for this year. So even though everyone got laid off and only... I don't even know how many games were played. Everyone that was under contract this year got paid for the entire year. The entire I, season. I, I take it back. If, if you have a backyard, I got no sympathy for you. Yeah. Seriously. If you um, have a house, I don't have any sympathy for you. <laughs> no sympathy. No sympathy. If you saw how I live, that you would understand why I got no sympathy. Indeed. I mean, and you've come up. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> but how far, really, you know? Anyway. Um, well, so we, 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 you know, I, I was there. Humble I, beginnings. I've seen, I seen some, some things. Humble beginnings, all I'm saying. Indeed. Um, so, this will be last. WWE announced that one of their on-air talent has tested positive for the COVID. I heard it was an on-air talent. It was on-air talent? An on-air talent. Not a wrestler it seems. Oh. But an on-air talent. Yes, um, a non-competitor. Right, so it could be a referee, could be a cam- um, an announcer. Uh, I guess that's probably about it. Um, so Yeah, they said... An, an employee of a company who is not a talent. So an announcer would be a talent. And mm. that, wouldn't a referee be a talent as well? Refer- it would be. Uh, let me see. Mm-hmm. Well, I have two two statements here. First is a memo sent out to employees and talent. Um, they mentioned the name in the memo, but they redacted it when it, when it became public. And it's important to note that the, this employee gave WWE permission 
to to publicize their name within the company. Okay. So we've just uh, the, the statement to employees goes. We've just been notified that name redacted was diagnosed with COVID nineteen. WB doctor spoke with redacted this morning and reported they last had contact with anyone at WWE on March twenty sixth at the Performance Center. As you know, redacted is not an in ring performer. And we believe this matter is low risk to you per the following chronology. Yeah, referee would be redacted. Like, they, they wouldn't be because they're in-ring performer technically. They're in the they're, ring. Right. It says, those of you who were potentially exposed would be cleared for travel by the evening of Thursday, April 9th at the latest, since the last possible exposure to any WWE talent personnel should have been at least 14 days prior. The public statement says... A WWE employee has tested positive for COVID-19. We believe this matter is low risk to WWE talent and staff as the individual and a roommate became symptomatic in the days following exposure to two people working in acute health care on the evening of March 26th after WWE's TV production on a closed set was already complete. The employee had no contact with anyone from WWE since being exposed to those two individuals, is doing well, and made a complete recovery. So that's at least good news. Whoever this person is... Is already recovered. Great. I think that's good. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll probably find out who that was eventually. Last thing I want to talk about. Did you hear about this uh, Ronda Rousey interview? I heard a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going to state for the record. She wants to say that she wants to be part-time because fans are ungrateful. Do you know who's ungrateful? Ronda Rousey. Hmm. She's ungrateful because if it was like all she's 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 able to make this wonderful living off of a, a skill that if not for certain things being in place she wouldn't have any money. Right. She would like she worked hard to get and train and all that stuff, but like if it wasn't for the UFC giving her an opportunity, and if it wasn't for WWE giving her an opportunity, she wouldn't have shit. Mm-hmm. Like. Every person, every wrestler deals with it. She's just too sensitive. Like, she talks about people being like DNBs or whatever, do nothing bitches. But she's just, she can't take it. Like, all the rest, all the talent at one point or another deals with heat on social media or whatever. Mm Because that's the game, baby. I don't care if you come, I don't care if she comes back or not. Like, you can't. No one's gonna. No one can take away from what she's done, and you know, in in the world of combat sports, I I feel like I'm reading like a script, like with a gun to my head, <laughs> and, I, and I don't want to be killed by terrorists. But uh-huh. no one can take that away, and like few is, are as good as her. But at the end of the day, she got smashed by Amanda Nunez, and she just just disa- she should have just disappeared forever. But because she's such a pioneer and, you know, she's really good at an arm bar and she was able to make easy money. It's not like uh, wrestling's not fake. There's nothing fake about wrestling. It's predetermined. Mm. Right. Uh, she was almost kind of sort of working a part time schedule. It wasn't Brock Lesnar, but she wasn't doing the miles that these other ladies were doing. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all. So I read at least this part of the interview. Mm. And in it, she discloses that her bottom vertebrae is broken in half. Wow. See? It's not fake. 
So why would she say it's fake fighting? So that to me makes it sound like it's a, it like, it, obviously she's injured. It sounds pretty painful. It does. So obviously being on the road must be nightmarish. Now I don't know why she just hasn't just gone and gotten it fixed. I imagine if it were that simple, she would have done so already. Stem cells, man. There's ways. I right. don't know. <laughs> but it's like it's almost as if she's working. She, no, but it's almost as if she didn't understand that when you come into wrestling, you're going to have the best fans in the world, but you're also going to get the most heat for every little thing because these fans that are the best are so passionate, and we nitpick every little thing. No one hates wrestling more than wrestling fans. Indeed. <laughs> so, as her being a wrestling fan, she should have realized that. She should have expected that. Like, what? Like, what was the surprise that people would be on her case about you know not spend not being a full timer, not going not going to all the house shows and everything. She says, quote, if I did all the live shows, I was only home a day and a half a week. It was just not worth it for my family because we were limiting all of our expenses and living this lifestyle. We didn't need it. We didn't need the money. So it's just like, what am I doing it for if not being able to spend my time and energy on my family? But instead, uh, blah, 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 ungrateful fans, blah, blah. Like, I thought you were doing it because you love the sport. Ka-ching! But she doesn't need it, so there you go. <laughs> like, go live on your stupid farm, raise stupid cattle, and... Stupid kids that are going to come out probably 15 pounds because uh, Travis Brown's a giant. And, you know, that's it. Fade away and classify yourself as obsolete. Go away, Rhonda. Done. Yeah, yeah I could see her future now. <sighs> She's going to have like eight kids. Uh, <laughs> She's going to have like. I bet your childbirth would be really uncomfortable with that freaking broken vertebrae. Yeah, probably. Oopsie. She's gonna... I don't know. She'll probably do a thing once, like... Uh, I I don't know. I don't know. She probably can't do anything, because I don't know what doctors are seeing people to do surgeries and whatnot. Well, well I mean... She's busy doing Facebook gaming from her couch or her bed or whatever. Yeah, right. Playing Pokemon for nerds. <laughs> Dummy. She should get on fucking what's his name? Xavier Woods's. He probably doesn't want her though. Probably not. Uh, let me see. Nijax, Lana, and Alexa Bliss take exception to Ron Rousey's recent comments. I didn't read that yet. I don't have to, I don't think. Meow. Yeah. Alright. So that's all for the news for now. There's more news. What do you got? You know, they, they're they not doing a 2K game this year. Oh, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, they cancel. So, we're, we're just going to have to rely on the return of Fire Pro Wrestling, I hope, or whatever. Wait, wait 2K21? Whatever the, yeah. whatever the next one is, I mm. guess. Well, if 2K19 is the AJ Styles one, mm-hmm. is that the AJ Styles one? I think so. 2K20, I think, was Roman and Becky. Yeah, so it's 2K21. 
I have so much freaking time for that, though. Uh, yeah, but no one wants it. No one wants it. Was, I mean, it was so buggy right out the gate. Fukei 20 is so bad that you can buy it right now for, like, think, $20, but you can, you still got to pay $60 for 2K19. <laughs> on the PlayStation wow. Store, at least. Wow. Yeah. Somebody posted it in the wrestling group. Crazy. Crazy. Speaking of crazy, we had WrestleMania last week. Are you ready to talk about it? Right to exhale so everybody, so the fans can also exhale. Okay. All right. Night one, match one, the opener on the pre-show was Cesaro over Drew Gulak with an airplane spin. Who who won the non-title match? Was it me or you? Oh, you. Yay. All right. Uh, Uh, Let me see. Uh, Yeah, because Otis. My man. My man. What a feel-good moment. Wow, it must have sucked for you having a root against wait, that. You, wait, you retained, because I had Bailey. Yeah. So, so, so was the tie. That retain, remain. Would have. Yeah, that's it. I know, retain, remain. I would have retained and remained. Yes. I, I, if next time we meet again, I, that should be a shirt. Retain, remain. <laughs> that would sure. be kind of dope. Make a shirt. Yeah. I think I could do that somewhere. I don't even have to leave my house to do it on the computer. Oh. Yeah. So, airplane spin, that's a finisher now. Yeah, well, he did it with no hands. True. I guess that makes it more impactful. I guess. It kind of sucks that that's how he loses, though. But at least he got to wrestle at WrestleMania. The most social media at WrestleMania of all time. Yes. Hard social media. They love just making a thing like a big deal just to say it. Because, like, there's no sports, so what else are you going to do but watch WrestleMania or talk about WrestleMania? True. And you got to figure everyone that would have been at at WrestleMania, maybe not on their phones tweeting, were now tweeting about it because they're watching from home. Hmm. Yeah. So that... Not bad, I guess. Mm-hmm. We opener yeah. on. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was I was going to transition to the opener of the night one proper. Let's do that. Bliss and Cross defeated the Kabuki Warriors with Twisted Twisted Bliss. Did not did not like did not like. Really? Why not? I don't know because I wanted the Kabuki Warriors to win. At least they're a real tag team. True. I still feel like Bliss and Cross are just two people thrown together. Like I don't understand the friendship. True, but I think I think the thing is um, the way they had written the Kabuki Warriors. It was like, all right, all you two do is make fun of people in Japanese. Eventually, they realized, wait, that's not really getting over. And then they decided to say, you know what? These two can talk. Let's do that. First of all. And second of all, there was a the whole thing about feel good, blah de blah, more faces are going to win than heels. 
Yeah, but you had Becky Lynch beat Shayna Baszler. So, you know, that's something. And you, that's good. And Braun Strowman beat Goldberg, so that feels good. Not everybody, not all, like, you know, Bailey won. Like, wouldn't have been the better moment for Lacey Evans to beat her? Yeah, I think so. But, you know, some, some of the things they want to keep in place because, if, you know, if, ba- ba- Bailey's kind of on top right now. Yeah, but if you had to trade, like, you would rather Bailey stay champion, well, you picked her anyway, than the Kabuki Warriors staying champion. Yeah. Like, the tag team championships don't matter. That's also true. Like, they really don't. They don't matter ever since they broke their own rule. Like, we're going to defend, the, 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 the women's tag team champions are going to be defended across all three brands. Mm-hmm. Can be. So far, haven't. I think once Kabuki Warriors went to NXT, I think we talked about that. Maybe. And that's it. Hmm. Maybe. Uh, it's okay, Batch. People, like, were complaining that, like, all the yelling, and it's like, that's wrestling. There's, there's gotta be grunting and screaming and, you know, just that you don't have fans muffling it. Exactly. Like, how else are you supposed to sell that something's happening? Yeah, it's like it, it's not exactly. It's not that they don't do that when there's a crowd. It's that they do when there's a crowd. It's just the crowd is so loud. Like even even if the crowd isn't making any noise, there's a hum in the arena that drowns out some of what we hear in the ring. That's probably why they don't. It's not like that in Japan because right. they're quiet when there's matches on. Like you ever seen those where they're like they're just mm-hmm. sitting there and just like yeah. but that's just how they watch it. Yeah, it's it's so it's so different. Um, so they had a rematch on SmackDown, which was sloppy. What a doomsday device. Let's not do that anymore. Right. Maybe at least go to the right corner first there, Kyrie. Yeah. It was Kyrie that had her on her shoulders, right, I think? I think so. I barely paid attention to SmackDown. It was sloppy. Uh, I don't even know who. Like, it was. It was kind of just botches all over the place. That's. I think that. I think uh, our British friend is going to highlight that entire match. I have that on my computer. Nice. Uh, next was Corbin and Elias, and Elias won with a roll up while holding the tights. You know. I don't understand, like, all right, if you get, if I throw you off the perch, mm-hmm. it's, you still got to sell it. Like, that's damage. Like, yep. he barely sold that that even happened. It, it would depend on how he landed. Bro, he landed on his back. Well... No, we didn't see him. We didn't see the impact. We saw him. Oh, my him. God. I can't we believe this. We saw him on his back when the camera cut to it. Okay, so so, in a, so if we're watching a fucking movie and the bad guy, if that's a movie, so he's just fine because we didn't see it happen? Well, I don't know. 
No, it's implied thing. that's what happened. Even though what happened was it was a cutaway. So he just climbed down and laid there. That's what happened. So he wasn't hurt at all. What are you doing? Are you trying to take Wrestling apart? Like I'm saying he could have landed on his feet, slipped, and landed on his back from there. No, he first of all, if he landed on his feet, he would have did himself even more damage. Maybe. Yes. He might have broken his ankle. And even then, he'd still have to be selling that. So you gotta, you can't be fresh as a daisy after being thrown off of that thing. They didn't think he was gonna be able to compete. He goes from probably not gonna be able to compete to Corbin thinking he was gonna win it through forfeit and mm-hmm. being just fine. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's a little stupid. Yeah, you gotta like it would have been a better match if it's Elias the whole time on the back foot because of the injury. Yeah, and it's like then you're really rooting for the guy. I don't want to really root for a guy just because I hate Baron Corbin so much. Mm-hmm. I want it to be because I like the character and I want them to win. Here's the thing. Don't make the guy good at playing guitar if you want him to, like, like that's why it didn't work for him being a bad guy. Because he's good at playing guitar. Mm-hmm. Like, he just has to be bad. But, I don't know. I don't know what the plan is with Elias. I don't know what it ever was. I don't think they know. It's like, I don't think there was we one. Need, we need Corbin to do something. Oh. After having, uh, after have wrestling Kurt Angle in his final match, let's have him get beat by Elias in a roll-up. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Why not? Uh, the next match was Becky and Shayna. Good match. I liked um, it. It was hard-hitting. The right mm-hmm. woman won. So. Good. Uh, I agree. I think... Like, if you want Shade of the Wind, do you want it to be like that? You know? Right. No, but, like, I feel I feel like it's, it's, it's ignoring the fact that all the NXT fans have seen Shayna lose that way. Yeah, I just want Shayna to... I just want Becky to have beaten everybody. Yeah. But, like, they, they, they're saying online that it was done as a way to protect Shayna. It's like, yeah, but that roll-up has happened to her. A couple times before. Yeah, Becky watched some tape, NXT tape. Yeah, and apparently Shayna did not. I guess, like, like you know, you, if you don't learn from history, then you're doomed to repeat it. Uh, and I guess that, that's the case. She thought that she was just going to go in and walk to the Becky Lynch, and that was her mistake. Mm-hmm. And now she's super upset. And she's going to, what is it, her, the ag- her agony of defeat is going to whatever... I don't know what she said on Raw. She was just it, upset. It was stupid. Whatever that was. She was repeating the same thing like three or four times. I was like, are you, are you doing multiple takes or what's... What's happening here? Yeah, whatever that was. So that, that was that's, what, that's what that was. Um, I'm okay with it also. Um, if you're going to be Chaina, fine. I, like, it, it did protect her in a way. It did make her look stupid to anyone that has seen her in XT uh, career. But... Coming off of that performance in the Elimination Chamber, she's still fine. The, the, the truck entrance would have been great if I didn't see it the past two weeks on Raw. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't even in the room. I saw the truck. I'm like, all right, I got a minute to... I don't know what I did. If yeah, I, like, the truck. she pulls up in the truck, and she starts walking to, towards the arena. And <laughs> while that's happening, Baszler makes her entrance. Yeah, they couldn't exactly break out a freaking chopper like they did for Charlotte this year. Yeah, but you don't need to. Right. I'm just saying, like, maybe don't show it 
on Monday Night Raw for two weeks if wonder, it's supposed to be the entrance. I'm wondering if they did it the first time, saying, well, I don't think we'll be able to do it for Mania, so let's just do it now. And then after, after they realize, after they finalize the plan, saying they're going to take it, tape everything in advance, they're like, all right, well, fine, she just has a truck now. Yeah. I wonder if Shane is going to destroy her truck. Maybe. Supposedly the Shane and Becky thing is on pause for now. I'm okay with that. What, yep. what, is, what is she going to do? Just take a vacation? She's over a year as champ now. That's fucking yeah. awesome. Just just space them out a little bit. Have Shayna make her way back up. Becky do her own thing. Defend the a couple more times. Redo it at SummerSlam or Survivor Series something. That was great uh, with how. Like, you could have... How they had Becky, like, she, when she had the two belts, like, she could still lose mm-hmm. and not, and still be the champ for, like, over a year. Yeah. True. It was interesting placement of this match because after that came, um, well, the IC title. You see, I see Sami Zayn, but then I'm like, oh, yeah, it's the IC title. Uh, like, you don't think he has a championship? Like, I, I forget that he has a championship. I think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think in, in that case, we're, 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 all, we're all in the same boat. I, I, I think it's because anytime you and I discuss Sami Zayn, you're shitting on him. I mean, I, I don't know what else to do with the guy but shit on him. What else am I supposed to do here? He's got that kind of thing. Is it that his job? Is it he doing his job? He is doing his job. He's good at it. So I'm going to keep shitting on him. <laughs> so that was kind of a modified Huluva kick. That he hit uh, Brian with. I was really surprised that he won, but I guess I shouldn't be. I mean, he was a favorite online. I guess you want to have a balance on who's the champ and whatnot. Maybe that changed with the whole Goldberg thing. Who knows? I don't yeah. know. Um, I'm trying to remember if there was a follow up to that. Not really. Nah, I don't think so. I don't even... I don't think Daniel Bryan did anything. No, I don't think so either. Uh, next was... Morrison and... And Uso and Kofi. Yeah, you could say that because Michael Cole barely knew. Like, by Uso. There's only one of them. Just use his name. I think I it th- was... Was it Jimmy? I don't know. <laughs> 50-50. Was it Jimmy? It's Let too see, bad one of them's actual name is Jay, because if they, one of them wasn't named Jay, if he was like Johnny, then he could call either one of them Jay. I think Jay's the one that's not a name. Jay's a name. J-E-Y? J-Uso. Right, I'm saying, like, I don't think he's one of, it's one of their actual names. Uh, let me see. It was Jimmy Uso, because next week it's J versus E versus Yeah, Luke. I knew it was Jimmy, because his name's longer. Yeah. Jimmy J Uso! Jimmy J. Uh, what did you think of that finish? I thought it was kind of clever. But, like, do you have to take down both of them at the same time? Or did you have to just take the belts off of that? Like, how does that work? Do you have to unclip the thing to get them both? I think I think it's sort of whoever has possession of the belts when they hit... When... when I don't know. Whoever takes definitive possession, definitive possession of the belts, which I think closest thing was Jomo and ripping him down. But that kind of reminded me of the uh, 
the Seth Ambrose ladder match where both of them had one where they uh, I think it was for the for the world title oh so, yeah Seth and Ambrose for the world title and like they both came down like at the same time but Seth had the pos- or did Rollins Ambrose win that one no, Seth won it Seth had the possession of the belt so right it's like football whoever has possession of the ball yeah something like that hashtag XFL tier. I mean it was cool there were some cool spots um, but the reason I asked that is because it's like the 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 drawback of those magnetic belts mm. is like it's easier to take down. So True. I have a hard time believing that it takes it, it's so much effort to unclip a fucking belt. Well, here here's the thing. So I um the wife you could just pull it, right? So the wife was watching something on her computer. So we were both wearing headphones. So. I was able to hear what sounded like Vel. Can't say Velcro. Uh, what sounded like Velcro? You know, those touch fasteners. Why can't you say Velcro? Oh, it's a trademark term. Well, I could say it, but like you know, <sighs> in my writing for work, I can't assume something is actually Velcro. Oh, it's unless it's a Velcro product. Oh, sort of like Scotch tape. Right. Exactly. Okay. So. What sounded like Velcro? I guess I could say what sounded like Velcro. It sounded like it was ripping off of Velcro, which makes sense. That I mean, even if it, it is magnetic, it makes sense they want to reinforce it, at least just for the one match. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I would, especially when you're going to have spots like that. Like I thought yeah. they were just going to come off by accident. Now, what if one person? What if one person from one team grabbed the belt and the other person from another team grabbed the belt? You know, that's something they could do in the future and, you know, have the officials kind of shrug their shoulders and be like, all right, you're, you two are the, t- are the tag champs. I was just going to say that'd be a great idea. Like, yeah. I, I guess, I guess, uh, I guess Jimmy and Kofi Kings are the tag team champions. Who would have sure. thought? <laughs> the, you know, that, the, that, new would, day. The, <laughs> the new Uso day. The new day Uso. Yeah. New so. There you go. <laughs> the right team won that because of what happened on SmackDown. Down since the new day. I've been down since the new day. All right. Um, you did your best, and that's appreciative. <laughs> thank you. Um, I don't know. Was, if Miz was sick why and he couldn't go to Mania, why is he at the taping for that? We don't know how much later that's done. It's true. And uh, they, that was a good segment. I think Mania was taped like Wednesday and Thursday of last week. It was almost like they were doing their old, uh, like, uh, the DDP thing. That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Like, with uh, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. they were doing that whole bit. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not going to see John Cena for a while, and that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't remember all the things that they said, but it's... It, it's uh, if you didn't see it, it's worth checking out. What about the song? I think it's great. I think it should go triple platinum. <laughs> uh, I think it's probably one of the best things that they'll ever do. And who knows? Maybe they'll do something even better. Certainly memorable. Um, them trying to do a live, though, was bad. I think that's the point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. What was... So we have a triple threat match next week. Again, different. It's the other three 
And yeah. I guess it, it's not a ladder match. Oh, cool. Because they didn't say it was a ladder match. I, I think those are more interesting. But it doesn't, yeah, at least with that one, it's like it's pins. And I guess submission or pin. That's right. obviously no disqualification. It's a triple threat match. Right. So obviously the other guys are going to get involved unless they make it like you can't come. And it's only these three. Maybe. They could probably do that because that's kind of a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, the next match was Owens and Seth. Uh, we got two matches out of that. That was interesting how, like, it's how it's absurd how big that WrestleMania sign is. Yeah. I like, know. and when you think about, like, all the WrestleManias and, like, those signs, like, they don't look as big because of where they are. Because, right. like, it's suspended in air in this big place. But mm-hmm. then it's, like, it's just on the ground because you, it's not like you could put it up. And it's yeah. like, listen, we pay for the damn thing to get made. Let's just use it. And then mm-hmm. you got that sick uh, spot with Kevin, like, murdering Seth Rollins. Crazy. And, Cornet, and yeah. Cornette shit on that. Oh, he did? What did he say? I, he, that he would have rolled. Uh, well, it makes sense, I guess. Yeah, but that's not what the story called for. Exactly. There's a, then, like, yeah, instead of waiting for Logan, Logan, instead of waiting for Hogan to, li- to drop his leg on me, mm-hmm. maybe I'll roll out the way. Yeah. How about that's the finish? It's weird to be like the things that he harps on, and it's like, aren't you from like the old days? Like, how much stuff happened where you're like, that's just the way it was booked. Like, you could roll out the way of a macho elbow because you weren't really dead. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Like I you agree know, with him. Warrior hits the grill, press slam. All right, you, you get your shoulder up because all right, you just dropped from seven feet in the air. What do you do? Yeah, you know, all right, right. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird what he. Like, I I agree with some of his things. Like like I'm you know Vince Russo is the devil. I'm I'm a hundred percent on board with that. But you know some some of the stuff it's just. Did no, you can't. did you watch Brawl for the Brawl for it all thing on? Uh, Dark Side of Wrestling? Not yet. Oh, it's pretty good. Is it? Yeah. Like, Dr. Death Steve Williams. You mm-hmm. remember him? Yes. Like, I didn't know this, but apparently, like, the brawl for it all, like, they wanted to use that to push him and have him uh, go into a program for Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hmm. Which is funny because Stone Cold Steve Austin's real name is Steve Williams. Yup. Be like battle for the real name. Yeah, like Doctor Death Steve Williams. He's like he's got like an actual wrestling background and like fighting background, and he's friends with uh, Jr. Like like they're really good friends. And the original plan, like they didn't think that Bart Gunn was gonna beat him, mm-hmm. and they shit talk Bart Gunn, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you're gonna knock out Doctor Death Steve Williams." And that's kind of what happened because I think he like tore, twisted his ankle or something happened, and then he, he dropped him, mm. and that ruined Steve's career. He was released like shortly after because he just couldn't get his steam back. Wow! And like, uh, th- when they put Bart Gunn against Butterbean, it mm. was, uh, it like people speculated, and even Bart did that. Vince McMahon did that to punish him. For doing that, for like beating Steve Williams, and uh, you know, just ruining that push that they were the plan that they were going to do. 
because Butter being rocked Bart Gunn, mm-hmm. like he beat him. And like he, they talked about, talked to Bart, he's in there, and he's like how he regrets it because they made him go and do boxing lessons and stuff like that. And that if he would have just did it his way, the way he was doing it, he might have had a chance. And even Butterbean said so. Really? Yeah, because Butterbean's an actual boxer. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to be able to do that with him. Like, he would have had a better chance had he just did it what he was doing, just being a brawler. Mm-hmm. It, co- it comes down to, you know, you're you're in a worked environment, and you, you want to bring legitimacy to it. But you still want to have a planned winner. That's not going to work. Yeah, you can't. That's the, the, the whole point. You can't do shoot fighting. Right. Like If you're going to do shoot fighting, you do shoot fighting. And you, you just let what happens naturally dictate where you go. You don't say, well, okay, this guy's going to win. And then what if he doesn't? The problem with that was, like, I, don't, I think they said it there, but it exposes the business. At least what I thought. Because it's like, you have these guys, and luckily they didn't use anybody important. Mm-hmm. Like, that were like... <laughs> Uh, high level storylines or whatever like money makers right because you know you know the story that uh, originally the brawl for it all was made because JBL thought he was the toughest I think I heard that yeah but um what was I saying like when I was watching it I'm like this is bad because they're they look so bad in those matches mm-hmm. like they have no clue how to fight fight you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they had like judges who had no experience in doing that. You know, it was a whole. It's a whole thing. You should check that out, though. All right, I, I caught you up. You guys on... need to watch all the Vice stuff. Yeah, I, I got to catch up on that. I, I was catching up on some of my um, WWE Network stuff. I watched a couple of. Uh, I watched the Edge 24 this week. Yeah, I didn't um, watch that. It was all right. You need to watch New Jack also. The Dark Side of the Ring New Jack. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. Um, I, I, you know, passing by like because I saw it on on the YouTube, on uh, the Brawl for All, Dark Side of the Ring. I was like, is this really that controversial that I need to know all about it? New yeah. Jack, I New Jack, I want to hear about. Brawl for It All was like it wasn't the best, but it was interesting, especially mm-hmm. like since we watched at the time. Like I wasn't really into wrestling then. Mm-hmm. Like I, I stepped away for a little bit, so I. I always thought it was real because it's like there's a difference to what they were doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So just answer, just answer me this. This is all I want to know about the New Jack one. Do they talk about mass transit? Yes. Excellent. They talk about it. I'm they, probably going to watch that tonight. They go into depth on it. Like, they talk a lot about it. Yeah. Um, I Real quick though. I don't, oh, my chair. Sorry, guys. Um, did you – you know Jack Reacher, right? Like, yep. you read the books and stuff? Yep. This is wrestling-related. Ra- Do you know who auditioned for Jack Reacher? I didn't get it, obviously. No. This is wrestling-related. Take a guess. My, my guess would be Mickey Rourke, because that's who I would have cast as Jack Reacher. The Rock. Auditioned yeah, I for Jack Reacher. I, I thought you would. He, he, if he anybody's looks... barrel-chested, it's The Rock. It, true. Um... Thing is, like he, he uh, Reacher, uh, other than being huge, just massive, like the Rock. Like, yeah, like he's not described as looking strong. Like Rock looks strong in every way. Like Reacher, 
doesn't look as strong as he is. So I figure barrel chested. I figure like, all right, he's a little bit more, maybe a little slimmer, like than my my body type, just on a larger scale. Like fat strong, but yeah. like for a big man. Right. I got you. So I so I I wouldn't like it would be great, but I wouldn't cast Rock as him. That's why I said Mickey Rourke. Oh, okay. Because Mickey Rourke, like you know, he did boxing. He he looks like he's been in some fights. I read the Jack Reacher books. He's been in fights. He's scarred up. Ah, uh, yeah. Here and there, like Tom Cruise. Why? I, it's weird. He's little yeah. and anyway. true. But got, got the approval of the author. The author told him act tall. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> For anyone that doesn't know, Jack Reacher is supposed to be six six, bow chested, ham handed. I love ham-handed. That's a great yeah. way to be. I yep. wish I was ham-handed. All right, so. You can't, you can't eat your own hands. So <laughs> back. You know what I mean. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right, so Let's, Owens and Seth, we yeah. had the double, the double match there. That was good. Um, I liked it. Good showing by both. It played to the plot line perfectly, I think. Hmm. Uh, next we oh there was a truth and oh yeah Gronk's new twenty four seven tie uh, champ after well that was night two night one truth showed up trying to hide and then um oh yeah Mo, so Mojo Mojo first Gronk did a like a arm hit like yeah. yes to like to truth and then Gronk pulled uh the Gronk got pulled off by Mojo and Mojo right. stole the the pin. Right, I I only read half of my note here. Yeah, so so Mojo became champ night one. Yeah, it's crazy. Now I want you to tell us how you describe Braun versus Goldberg. I just it's two two kids who don't know how to play video games, and they're playing on easy mode where they made it so you just push one button for the special. <laughs> And they're just they're just spamming specials, and the kid who's who who uh, who had faster hands won. Yes, pretty much. Uh, uh, it's like we knew. I, I went against him. I thought like an idiot, but Goldberg wasn't going to do any more dates. So they're like, "All right, here we go." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's same, obviously. Well, it looks to be like this is going to turn into Braun Strowman maybe being transition champ to the Fiend, getting the belt back. Uh, maybe, maybe. See you later. Bye. Yeah. That was yeah scary when he did it. Yeah, like, it's okay yeah. when when Bray does it, but then he does on my eye. Yeah, I feel Bray's like, creepy. Braun's scary. Yeah, I feel attacked. <laughs> so uh, this, this is definitely going to be interesting. Obviously. Um, they're noting the Wyatt family past. Um, the Braun Goldberg match. Some people are like, oh, whatever, just bunch of a couple big moves. But these are big dudes, and that's what big dudes are going to do. Big dudes are going to do the big moves, and that's what's going to happen. It's Goldberg. Sometimes, he doesn't get paid by the hour. Exactly. None of them do. And you know, who wants to see Braun Strowman? You know, friggin' with an arm ring around Goldberg. Who wants to see him see him put Goldberg in an arm bar or a headlock? Hip to- uh, uh, waist lock takedown. No one wants to see that. 
So stop complaining that the match was short. Stop complaining that it was just a bunch of big moves. Because that's all you're going to get from these two guys when you put them in the ring together. And that's what we got. And it was good for what it was. People got to stop complaining. Now well, You're crazy. People are going to complain about everything. I know. Half but... of this podcast is... Kind of, sort of complaining, but in a way yeah, that's because I'm complaining about them. I'm complaining about them complaining. <laughs> yeah, but it's like you can't make like we said. Well, you can't make everybody happy. It's like you weren't going to get like. First of all, you don't want that. You don't want that from these two, right? Like you think you do, but you don't. <laughs> yeah, it's not Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels. It's mm. not Bret the Hitman Hart versus Shawn Michaels. It's not The Undertaker versus Steve Austin, WrestleMania something. Right. Like, it's Braun Strowman versus Goldberg, who's like 50. 56 or something? Something. He's just an older guy. Yeah. You're not going to get that. You want two gassed out giants, you know? Like, what do you want, really? Yeah, he's 53. Yeah, like... That's like wanting an actual wrestling match from AJ Styles and The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. What's the matter with you? Yeah. So that was our next match. Oh, I got a, I got something. Ronda Rousey can't stop uh, mouthing off. So two hours ago, she put on Twitter, anyone who is outraged by me calling pro wrestling fake fights for fun has never been in a real fight. While you all are tiptoeing around bruising some poor wrestler's huge soft egos, no one is thinking about all the real fighters you're insulting when pretending pro wrestling is somehow on the same level of realism. Yes, I understand wrestling 300 days a year for years on end is incredibly tough on the body and a difficult profession. But do you know what would happen if you got in 300 real fights in a year? You would be dead. Dead. (laughs) <laughs> but but that's not pro wrestling and you're still you're still being an idiot about it like this is definitely she's got, I don't know if this is working or not but it's like yeah I'm starting to wonder it doesn't make sense like the last time she was this chatty online berating the industry and the fans was when she said pro wrestling is fake and then she came back to Raw like two weeks later, whatever it was. I think she just wants people to pay attention to Ronda Rousey. Well, why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if we can't tell her what to do with her uterus, then why does she want to hear from us? Yeah, and she she has a, 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 a gif up. It says, when you're trending again, just hanging out at home. And it's a scene from that movie, The, Mo- the, the Room. And the guy saying... Oh hi, Mark. Because your your marks. Ah, you get it. it. Oh hi, I Mark. Do. Yeah. Anyway, don't be marks. Yeah, let me see if I can find it. I'm just curious. Oh, trending. Ronda Rousey. Can I? Boneyard match. An hour ago, uh, Nia Jack says, I can't wait for Ronda to one day return to WWE. Even if WWE orders me to make Ronda look good in the ring, which is the only way for Ronda to look good in the ring with me, I'll risk my job to go down history as one from this biz that knocked her the fuck out. Hashtag test me, bitch. <laughs> uh, this is a, it's all work. It's definitely a work. I am officially done. Yeah. With, with. <laughs> That's, yeah. 
Oh, right, okay. Only. Last thing we'll talk about. Five minutes mm-hmm. ago, Becky Lynch posted <laughs> something about, you know how they're doing that quick change challenge? Uh-huh. If you go to her thing, it's like her, her like, five minutes ago, go to her, at Becky Lynch WWE. Got it. Look, they tell me what you think in there. It's like, wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, let's talk about the dog in the room. Closing Twitter. All right. The the big dog in the room. Well, he's not the big dog, and he, he the old dog in the room, I guess. Maybe it was his yard. Hey, take her. Okay. Yeah. All right. This was perfect. It was very divisive. It was more divisive than I thought it would be. I thought everyone loved it, but some people didn't. I'm confused. It was so great. Well, so you must have you must have watched, seen um, some more online comments than I have. I, I saw, like, I saw. I think Cornette crapped on it. I think Cornette's crapped on everything I like lately. But um, so, what did what, what were people saying about that? Uh, our anti boneyard match. That it was like weird and hokey, and I'm like, that's the point, I guess. Like, did you see any of the deletions? Yeah, it's kind of like the same stuff, but it's like I felt like this was more. I felt that it was a little bit more better to me because it fit the Undertaker character, right? Um, and like, I, I don't want to see. Like, I don't mind seeing Boneyard matches, like, sporadically in the future, but it needs to be something that's special. Like, you can't overdo these, uh, like, cinematic matches, I guess we could call them. Mm-hmm. Because, like, then it, if that's the norm, it's like, well, you can't do that because eventually we're going to hopefully get back to normalcy. And, like... It worked out because a match like that wouldn't do great at WrestleMania. Right. Because it has to be in the ring. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you have a fire... Uh, not the, uh, the... What was the the crappy one with Orton and Bray Wyatt? House of Horrors match? Yeah, that was it. Yeah. You know? You have that. I was, I was going to say House on Fire match. House <laughs> on Fire match. That's how it ended. Yeah. Yeah. Um... But I mean, I I agree totally. It's like what I had seen was genuinely positive, and they said that you kind of can't do this all the time. No, even Undertaker then, said that. You right? Can't. Because, yeah, because it'll get old. You're gonna kind of run out of ideas eventually, and it, you know, people will be like, "Oh, it's the same thing over again." All right, let me know. Let me know when someone's in a grave. I wouldn't mind if that would be like the only boneyard match. There's just one. That's it. Like, if you need to do other things, you can. But yeah. it, it can't be that. Like, it, you don't need Boneyard Match 2. Right. You know, it could be different things. Like, you yeah, have, have a different theme. Like, yeah. Don't, you know, don't always be a graveyard. But um, the graveyard scene obviously perfectly worked for Taker. And um, what I liked about it, uh, other, like, I liked what was unsaid and unseen 
about this match in that I like that it completely played to their strengths while hiding the weaknesses. Now, obviously, we know AJ can do everything under the sun within the ring. Taker, at this point, he slowed down a step, and we know it. And, you know, he's, you know, he's a little more fragile than he used to be, which is why he takes a year to recover from every match. This way, it's not as hard-hitting for him. There are takes. You could take breaks. You don't have to do wrestling moves. Exactly. You, like, did he, like... It, he it was just bu- brawling. It was brawling. Did he land on his back at any time? I don't think he did. No. So this match really, essentially, he didn't even go through a match. No, he, it's not. It's like a like a movie, like a like an episode of something. Yeah. So this is great for Taker. This is going to extend his career. Like like if they can do something like this, I'm not going to say boneyard match again. But if they can do something like this, they can do this like five more WrestleManias. Yeah, I, I don't know. Some- you could do Survivor Series also, maybe a SummerSlam. I'm not saying to do it at every, all the big four, but they can get more out of him. Be like a cool. I don't know what they would do, but I was hope like from the beginning when he comes in, and I thought you think it's the Undertaker, mm-hmm. but it's AJ Styles mm-hmm. and like a shitty banged up casket, mm-hmm. and then the Undertaker shows up with the Metallica and stuff. I was like, what? Yeah, so good. It was like, it was part Buried Alive match, part episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer maybe, part freaking just AJ Styles being AJ Styles. You know, he had the club, he had that. And I swear, from watching that, I'm like, did these guys study Shane McMahon tape? Because when Undertaker was selling, he it sounded like <laughs> Shane McMahon when he got like I was he kicked in the balls or whatever by Kevin Owens, whatever happened to him. Where he's like, ooh, ooh. Yeah. I'm like, wow, this is so Shane McMahon right here that they're doing. Yeah, it's you know, it's funny, um Seth sounded like that after Owens landed on. Yeah, yeah, that too, that's what I was saying. Him that's the first time. <laughs> yeah. And I loved the part my favorite was when AJ Styles is towards the end and AJ Styles is like, Please don't bury me. Please don't bury me. <laughs> Great. It's like every that gift is gonna be used forever for like every wrestler. Yep. going against somebody that they're going to get freaking buried against. And like, when he's like, I'm not going to bury you, man. Come on. You did all right, son. You did all right. <laughs> and then he just kicks. He just, yep. <laughs> just so drops him. It's a 300 kick. Yeah. I was like, that's so good. And then the fire and the Undertaker side, I'm like, this is this is good shit. This is and way that- better. Yeah, the hand. The, did you see that Montez Ford put up that uh, a photo? Yeah. I'm like, wow. Like, I and, and and like after that on Wikipedia they put that AJ Styles had died. I saw that. That, that <laughs> was pretty cool. Oh yeah, I saw it because you showed me. Duh. But so um. But he's alive. Don't yes. worry. He's a, he has a mixer channel. <laughs> he he confirmed he's alive. Um. So I can understand a gripe being all right. There was no ring. There were no holds, and. There was no three count. But really, if you ignore the setting, 
What's the difference between that and a last man standing match? Or a buried alive match. Right. And like so what what are these people upset about? It's that's not my wrestling. And sometimes it's just like trying to be like just I don't know, just a bitch. You know, it's, <laughs> it's a more creative way to go about a buried alive match, a last man standing, whatever. Hmm. I, I can't believe people that are not Jim Cornette didn't like that. Yeah, it's weird. People are just weird. They're, to, you know, to each their own, as you say, wrestling can be anything. I, for one, am This on is a great example that. of what I've been trying to say. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, like, it was a dream come true. Like, honestly, like, as weird and gay as it sounds, that was like a dream come true to me, just to see something like that. It was It was so cool. Yeah, it was it was unique. It was different, um, and you, like you need that on like especially on a big card like WrestleMania didn't seem as big this year because they thankfully broke it up into two nights. But like even still, you know, match empty arena, match empty arena, match empty arena. It was different. You need a little. You need to do something a little different. Everybody was allowed to tell stories, so like the matches, it you didn't feel like they were cut short. Exactly. Like, the the Edge vs. Orton match was like really long. That was really long. I'm gonna get to that in a second, but I read that um, initially they like they didn't want Taker and AJ to be talking during the match. But then when, once they start once they started doing it, like the producers, which were Triple H, uh, Michael Hayes, and Jeremy Borash, um, Triple H in particular was very hands on with it. Um, he said, "Yeah, go ahead, keep talking." And you know what? It helped the match so much. Because you're not going to be in that setting beating, beating someone up over something so personal and not talk. Dude, I, I almost popped out of my seat when AJ Styles picked up that brick. I'm like, yes! <laughs> yes! I thought it was just a rock, but I wasn't I no, wasn't like... That was a brick, bro. <laughs> I wasn't closely watching. I was paying attention. I just wasn't closely watching to the minute details. I don't know. I know when somebody picks up a brick. Yeah. Um... But talking definitely helped, especially since there was no commentary. Yeah. So you needed something. Yeah, that was... I wouldn't change anything. Me neither. That was good. Um, apparently the Undertaker breaking the window, they did a second, uh, like a second take. Oh, yeah? And so the second take is when he, uh, when he cut his arm, and they decided they actually liked it better, so they didn't bother to, like, pause and stitch him up or whatever. Oh, yeah! Like they they get they didn't gimmick the window. Like, damn, man! <laughs> I think they just got a hearse. They had to gimmick the window, though. Goldberg tried to break a window, and he wound up shattering his old shit. Well, Taker's not Goldberg. I get it. I don't <laughs> know. I thought that was like a, they were poking at him. <laughs> oh, maybe I don't think so. Nah. Uh, I think Taker would have had to have been reminded that Goldberg broke a, a window and friggin' ruined his career. I didn't notice. Maybe I'm crazy, but they didn't put any. They didn't use any of the like headstones from like back in the day, like from the people that Undertaker's beaten. No, it was just the one. That would have been dope as hell. Like I knew that that shit said AJ Styles when that shit was covered. I'm yeah. like, that's gotta be AJ Styles. And mm-hmm. like I, I for like I don't know. I thought I imagined it. I could have sworn I saw a tombstone that said Earthquake. But oh, I was. I think I imagined it, but it would be that would have been awesome. <laughs> they probably they probably would have been a little more subtle about it and put Tenta. No, because 
no one knows the person's name, and he's beaten Earthquake. I'm pretty sure. Mm, I, I, think so, yeah. I, I have to rewatch it and see if I can find it because I could have sworn I saw it like briefly, like a quick thing. And there was a part if you're paying close attention, like behind one of the tombstones, it's wood. Like you could tell it's not even real. <laughs> like it's, and I was like, that's fucking funny. I didn't notice. Um, but yeah, they they did it locally. They hired um, they hired a local contracting group to put to put the set together for them. Cool. And initially. Um, it was just going to be like they were just going to go there for a promo, but uh, Triple H went there and said, "No, this is this is where we're having the match." Like because they liked it so much. Like, could you imagine all that being put together just for a promo, just for Taker to be walking and talking? Yeah, that's stupid. I like I, li- I literally think there is not a single scenario where this match could have turned out better. No, this is perfect. This is perfect. This is this is good. This is part of what, what wrestling could be anything. Exactly, and it, uh, it's 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 going to be talked about for years. Yeah, sometimes I feel like when I watch a thing, it's like, and like I, I people like, oh, this suck. Well, well, I was like, oh, you're you grew up. You're not you, <laughs> you're not in the Peter Pan. You're not Peter Pan zone. You know, you don't, you, ha- you don't have to be. I, I think it appealed to friggin' no. To it's like too. no. It's like the equivalent. It's like. Yeah. Where oh, even as an adult, like you know, it's a work, but you're mm-hmm. not letting yourself enjoy things. You're like, this isn't my wrestling. You're just like right. a crotchety old man. You you're trying to. You're not a. You're not one of the Lost Boys anymore. You're you're one of the pirates on Hook's ship. You know. Yeah. yeah th- thankfully, I'm not that far gone. Yeah. Well, that concludes our coverage of night one. Do we have a commercial break to go to? Uh, sure. All right. What What are we? I don't know. I figured you, you want me to make up a thing. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I can't do that. All right, maybe next. Has time. this ever happened to you? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So night two, the pre-show had Liv Morgan versus Natalia, and Liv Morgan won. Good. I, I got nothing else to say about that. I mean, uh... I'm tentatively happy about that. Tentative yeah. only because do something with her. She had a great match against Asuka on Raw. That's true. Yeah, that that was longer than I thought it would be. But they still have to do something. Like, give her a. What's the storyline? Like, she said something about, uh, I think on social media, about wanting to be in Money in the Bank. Well, yeah, of course she does. You know, uh, I I would say she could do well there. Uh, maybe this is we got to see more. Like maybe this is headed somewhere. I think I don't know. It, it, are our stories in a holding pattern or what? I don't think so. Um, so the venue for Money in the Bank uh, announced that the show is canceled. All right, so they're going to do it at the Performance Center. Right. It's still going to be as of, at least as of right now. It's still going to be aired on May tenth. Okay. So a month from now. Reports are that over the over the next two weeks they're gonna film the next four weeks of shows. So that'll take them up to Money in the Bank. But I thought, okay, so Vince doesn't want to do live. Conflicting reports. I mean, maybe some things will be live, some won't. I don't know. Okay. Uh, that might have been an older report that I just mentioned because I don't have that in my notes anymore. I kind of just came off the dome with it. Oh, so. All right. Uh, must be wrong about that. But um, 
I think the, the original plan was that they were going to film the next four weeks of shows. Mm. They obviously changed that, so don't mind me. Um, but again, do something. Like, you had this huge hype for Liv Morgan coming back, and then to, to just pair with Rusev. Oh, and yeah. Where? Yeah. Well, at least that looks like it's coming to an end. That Lana Lashley pairing we'll get into later. Beginning of the end. Yeah, but usually the beginning of the end means it's the end. It's, it's Lana. Like, it's not like... It's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. So, the opening match on the pay-per-view proper was uh, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Now, the winner of the Royal Rumble match headlines WrestleMania. In theory. So you get two nights. You got two Rumble match winners. Why aren't they both headlining? At least the Charlotte Rhea match should have been one of the last two on the second night. Uh-huh. Why are they opening the pay-per-view? Because, uh, honestly, I, I don't know. I just Maybe Vince just doesn't think the uh, NXT Women's Championship is that big of a deal. Then don't have a. Granted, this year they didn't say that the Rumble match winner headlines WrestleMania. That's right. Well, uh, uh, well, technically, a Royal Rumble winner headlined WrestleMania. There's only one, one headliner. But when you have two nights, you got two headlines. Yeah, but you, you want you want the Boneyard match to headline. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's an. The inconsistency is annoying. It worked out, and it makes sense, because now you have the Royal Rumble winner's bookend the second night. And, like, so, it's, 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 it's Charlotte Flair. Who cares when she's on? Like, it doesn't matter if she starts the show or ends the show. True. I'm upset that Rhea lost. I am, too. I, um, I hate it. I hate it because Charlotte doesn't sell anything. And the figure eight is this unstoppable move. As soon as she she bridges, you're in there for two seconds and it's over. Like, they could protect that finish, but you can't protect Ripley's finish. Especially when it seems like, especially once she gets the bridge in, you can get out of it by scooting back. That's all you got to do. Just just scoot back. But and guess what? You're now close to the ropes. But the story was that she she could barely stand up. Like, she, she put in work on her leg. And, like, Rhea did moves that hurt her more. Like, coming off the top rope for that drop kick or whatever. Yeah. And, like, when she tried to slam her and stuff like that. And I'm not talking about the riptide. I'm talking about stuff, like, after getting her leg worked. Yeah, true. You know? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I forgot to mention the the, uh, the riptide that Charlotte didn't jump enough for. Yeah, and it's like, come on, man. You're going to win the match. You can't do the... Like, you're Charlotte Flair. Do the work. You're the best. You're one of the best there is. Could have been a missed cue. Like, I don't know, but like, yeah. Come on. Work harder. I guess. But they did work hard. Like, they worked their asses off. They they did. I I liked the match. I didn't like that Charlotte missed that cue or didn't jump, whatever the case was. And I didn't like the finish, particularly the tap out, but... Yeah, why? Like, she has other moves. 
Like, you can't win with natural... She can win with natural selection. Yeah, I don't like natural selection as a finisher, though. Whatever, I, man. I, I would take it as a setup to the figure eight. Or a roll-up or something. But then it's like, a roll-up. Like, they... I don't know. I don't know what the plan is. Like She, she didn't even flare cheat. Yeah. Ex- yeah, why didn't she cheat? That's another thing that I, I just thought of, like, that you just brought up. It bugs me. Why She could have at least cheated or tried. But now it's like she's just better than her? I don't believe that. Don't Unless know. this leads to the return of the nightmare. Where, like, she's just breaking people. You know, if this... If Rhea Ripley just is turning heel. Mm. You know. Maybe. Get back to the Be brutality. Nice. I like heel, heel Rhea. I, I I hope she like she comes in after uh, Charlotte Flair makes Io Shirai tap out and uh, beats the fuck out of her and set mm. that up. Yeah, and you know Charlotte's gonna make Io tap. You know, you, you know it. There's no way around it. Yeah. She's not gonna put her over. Like oh oh, you're Japanese. Charlotte's gonna make you tap. Yeah. It just—it doesn't matter what you are mm-hmm. or where you're from. Yeah, I'm just, you know referencing Oscar's streak. I understand that. I know that. We all know that. But I'm just saying, yeah. it doesn't matter. It's like Charlotte Flair is the equalizer. Mm-hmm. No matter what religion, race, or creed, you will tap. Yep. Mike, I mean. It's fine. It's early in Rhea's career still. Like, she's still very young. She's very good. Um, but I think she has a very uh, bright future. She'll recover from this. They just got They just have to make it work. Yeah. Like, there's no reason for her to not be on the main roster right now. Uh, there is. Like, you don't have to be on... We, like, we've discussed this. You don't have to be on the main roster. No, I know, but... So does this mean Charlotte's in NXT now? Until she gets beat. Hmm. Like, Interesting. and who knows how long that'll be for. Damn, and Bianca's on Raw now. So yep. we won't even get Bianca versus Charlotte. Maybe, because she said that the rumor is that she wants to defend it on all three shows. That's interesting. That she'll put it against any anyone. But then it's like, if... If that's the plan, was to do that just to have her defend the belt on all three shows, I there's a championship already for women that's supposed to be defended on all three shows. Yep. You don't have to do it with the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, there's a tag team championships. And then instead of promoting one talent that doesn't need to be promoted, you're promoting two talents. God. Ugh. It's like, this is a stark reminder that you can't really have logic in wrestling. All Charlotte, all day, all night. Yeah! (laughs) Uh, Rift Revival. Can't wait to see him in AEW. Next we had a match for no reason. Uh, Aleister Black versus Bobby Lashley. I wonder if they'll pair them with Arn Anderson. That'd be kind of cool. Hmm. Well, he's sort of affiliated showing with Cody. Cody diagrams, but that could change. Mm. <laughs> Alistair Black versus Lashley. Uh, longer than I thought it would be. 
Mm-hmm. Lashley's wearing pants. All right, I guess. Uh, Lana, still annoying. And with no crowd, it's just worse. Yes, and she, she didn't want the Dominator. No, no, she wanted a spear. Yeah, and that's why, well, he was going to lose anyway. Yeah. I, like, Alistair Black was going to win that regardless, and it was the right move, I guess. Yeah, so you remind me, there's, um, way back in Animaniacs, there was, like, one episode where, like, they were telling a story throughout the whole episode, and towards the end, when you knew it was the end of the story, you had, like, an overvoice singing, This is the end. The ending of our story. The end. You know where that's from? No. That's from uh, Apocalypse Now. Oh. And there's a bit where, like, they do that. That That's like a door song that's in mm. there. Ah. Yeah. And, Learn something new every day. Uh-huh. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Alistair Black. Yeah, beginning of the end of, for Lashley and Lana, which never made sense to begin with. It only got stupid and annoying. Yeah. Trivia question. Okay. What? Which match was longer? Alistair Black versus Apollo Crews or Alistair Black versus Lashley? I don't know the answer, so... <laughs> I think Black versus Crews, a little bit. Yeah, like, I was thinking that, but I'm like, could it be because it was commercials? Like, was that a three-segment match? I think or so. Or two. Like, I, I wasn't paying that much attention, but, like, it was good. It was... It's interesting how Apollo Crews, like, because of what's happening, was able to get this much time against a guy who's used to just knocking jabrones into next Tuesday. Yeah. So, Apollo Crews is on Raw now. So that's yeah, the thing. They, they moved him. Oh, uh, what they call it? An expiring trade. Well, it makes sense. Because it's WrestleMania, so after WrestleMania, it's kind of the season premiere yeah. of wrestling, kind of. Yep. So, and I think, well, yeah, because SmackDown got Mojo, so maybe that's what the trade was. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Got some logic there. Uh, so, Lana and Lashley are ending. I think, like, that's the only storyline in this match, because there's no storyline between Alistair Black and Bobby Lashley. No, I think it was just two guys who want to fight at WrestleMania. Sure. So, divorce pending. Great. Uh, let's see. Sonya and Dolph and Mandy and Otis and blah, blah, blah. I don't get why Sonya came out with Ziggler. Like, what's their relationship? Are they friends? Because Sonya's a lesbian. Yeah. So what? Yeah. What? What? What is the thing that she was going to get out of this whole thing? Because well, we, she was ta- mm-hmm. she was talking to Dolph and saying on the new GTV, whatever that was, that he gets what he wants, she gets what she wants. What did she want? I was well. I speculated that Dolph. She knows Dolph is a piece of shit, and that wasn't going to last for her to slide in and uh, scissor up with Mandy. Mm. That's what I was thinking. Because Ziggler's just too dumb to put two and two together and be like, wait, what do you get out of it? He's too busy being obsessed with what he gets. Yeah. That's what I kind of thought. I mean, the prospect of that is pretty distracting. 
It's weird. Like, are all women like doing this same like trend where they're wearing this weird like like one piece on pants or it's like this in- weird outfit that they got? You I'm know okay what? with it. Yeah, I don't understand it. I think the first person I saw with that was Alexa Bliss on a Raw. It was like a pink one. It was mm-hmm. like weeks, like months and months ago, but long time ago. I'm like, all right, I guess that's a thing that they're doing. Because like Sasha did it on uh, SmackDown Friday. Well, it's a thing women wear. I don't know how it works. Like, is it connected to the pants or are they wearing like no, that? No, it's, it's, it's a... It's called a bodysuit. It's much like a bathing suit, except it snaps at the cooch. Oh. Okay. You know, to make it easier to everything. Yeah, I got it. No problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That, uh, love wins. Go, feel good. That's your feel good moment. Don't, if anyone ever wanted to be Otis, it was that moment. Yeah. Hey, to, the only moment. To each his own, I guess. Hey, you know, they, you know, they have a mutual uh, history in bodybuilding. Yeah. Do you Whoa. do you plan on uh, watching that uh, Netflix movie, The Main Event? Otis is in that. I actually might. I think we should for podcasting purposes, so we could talk about it uh, next week. What about the big show? 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 I got through half of the first episode. I'm like, <laughs> this, this. <laughs> Even with Supercard, you couldn't watch it? This is not for me. It's hard because it came out, what was it, Monday? I don't remember when it came out. Yeah, I think it, I think it came out on Monday. Mm-hmm. It came out on Monday. And, th- yeah, that's right. I'll, we'll talk about that with the Drew thing. But, anyway, I'm like, this. it has a laugh track. And I'm like, this is so bad. I can't do this. Like, it's so, like, trying to be like one of those 90s sitcoms. I kept thinking, like, horsing around, but horsing around, but it's terrible. Huh. You know? Uh-huh. Like, that kind of thing. But, ugh, I, I couldn't do it. I'm like, I can't. This isn't. I got other stuff I could do. Wow. Yeah. It's not even, like, feel good, old school comedy. It's good I, for nostalgia, kind no, of. No, it sucks. Wow. It sucks. It sucks. Like, it just... It sucks. There's a reason Big Show's, like, at the revolving door. Like, he's not a good face. Like, he just sucks. It's mm. not his fault. Maybe because acting is not really, like, his strong uh, thing. But whatever. Hey, remember when Stephanie made him cry by buying his house? That was pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, it's supposed uh, to be based on, like, his life or whatever. Like, he's him in the show. Okay. But, like, it's, you should check it out. Just watch, like, a half episode, and then you see how far you get. Your wife will probably love it, but it's it's bad. So, should we start the Watch the Big Show 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 Challenge? I already tapped out, so wow. I'm, not, I'm not participating in that. Like, you should check it out just to see. Because, like, we like different things. Like, some things I don't like, and you think they're okay, like reading a book, you know? Maybe it's for you. I don't know, but it's not for me. It's for somebody, but it's not for me. So me and the wife watched the first episode of uh, this new show called Broke, which stars uh, one of my wife's favorite people in the world, Paulie Perrette, alongside Natasha Leggero. Oh, I know Natasha Leggero. She's a comedian and a a roaster. Hmm. 
Um, and look, looking at the preview, it's like, all right, so Natasha Leggero's character had married into money, and but the money ran out, and she had to move back in with her sister, who is who never left the old house where she grew up and everything, and doesn't have money. And so comedy ensues, and I'm like, you know, if this wasn't CBS, it would last barely a season. But since it's CBS and two broke girls lasted like five or six seasons, this will probably last five or six. But that had Kat Dennings. That did have Kat Dennings. I heard that show was good, though. Two broke girls? Whitney Cummings made that show. Like, I watched an episode or two, and... That's one of those things. I guess. And I love Kat Dennings. Yeah. Anyway. Like her, yeah. her work impressed the hell out of me in uh, The 40-Year-Old Virgin. Oh. I remember that movie. Yes. All right, listen. Wrestling. Right. Wrestling. All right. What? Um, We had the uh, Falls Count Anywhere match up next. Yeah, that was... That was long. <laughs> It was so, good, but it was long. I read that... Um, improvised. The whole match was improvised. They Like, with 40 minutes left, they were told that their original plan wasn't going to happen. Wow. F- yeah, 40, 40 minutes before they went into the match, uh, they were told that... I don't, I don't remember what the original plan was. Oh, I was going to ask what that was. Yeah. Um, but they said that... Um, with 40 minutes left to go before their match was supposed to be taped, uh, they were told that it, that wasn't happening. They're doing something else. So, and they didn't say two words to each other regarding planning the match throughout the whole match. Wow, the whole thing was improvised without anyone giving any verbal cues. To cover, first of all, you know you got two of the best in the business ever. Period. In those two guys. To have that kind of chemistry is amazing. And, I'm, and not for nothing, I'm actually, I'm coming off watching, there was um, not, a, not a WB24, but some Untold. I watched an episode of Untold this week. Two episodes. Um, one was uh, Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels mm-hmm. talking about that match and how, like, they didn't, um, they also, they had never wrestled each other before, ever. Never been in the same ring together. Um, and ha- put on an amazing match. And sometimes you just have that chemistry with someone. Ed, I mean, Ed, Edge and Orton. Well, Shaw Michaels is like one of the best wrestlers that ever lived. And, and so is Kurt Angle. Yeah, so it's so, like... So, I guess when you're at that kind of level, it's instinctual, like you feel a rhythm. And usually... Now, in a normal world climate, usually you, f- you read the crowd. They don't even have a crowd to read to friggin' to figure out this rhythm of when to go for the high impact, when to slow it down, go for the low blow, the dirty move, whatever the case is, you know? So the fact that they are able to do that without crowd reaction prompting them is even more amazing. I want to know why there's a gate. This chain link fence over that conference table. Um, probably so, is that for the rats? I don't know. Explain this to me. My, my guess would be that it's sort of for just the ambiance of it being a wrestling company. Oh, 
I guess that someone's like, this needs something. I got an idea. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do chain link. But not for nothing. That like that was interesting. Mm. I, I was like, didn't didn't Johnny and Tommaso just fight in this freaking office conference room? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna talk about that too. This match was better than that one because this was like more of like a match to me, I guess. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, yeah, but you know, you get what you get uh, with this with this kind of match. And uh, the length was fine for the story you're trying to tell. It's sort of like a very personal uh, match. So there you go. Yeah. yeah, it was a very personal, very heated feud. Um, towards the end, I was like, wow, this is running long. And I'm like, they're going to finish it on top of this freaking semi. And they did. Um, but it didn't feel like, man, this is a law. Like, it didn't feel like it was dragging. It was just... There was a lot. You could tell they had a lot of emotion they wanted to get out through their work. Yeah. I wonder how long Orton's going to be out for. I hope it's a while just to sell it. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe he won't even come back until after Money in the Bank. Sounds good to me. Spend some time with the hot wife and kids. I should rephrase. With the kids and hot wife. There you go. <laughs> um... What a, I mean, Edge is only going to be part-time going forward, so probably won't even see him till Money in the Bank. Well, especially now. Yo, Edge, do you put him in the Money in the Bank ladder match? Uh, but then he'd have to win. I think it's okay, it would be okay if he didn't. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Uh, I would love to see AJ Styles in Edge wrestle instead. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. I mean, Edge and any of the new crop, just about. I mean, I can't believe he's been gone for nine years. Like, it really didn't seem that long. It, like, time flies. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. Like, like nine years ago is the year me, me and my wife started dating. Listen. <laughs> After the week I've had, mm-hmm. trust me, I know how fast time goes before you know it. Okay. <sighs> oh, true. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. So next we have oh, Gronk pit Mojo to win twenty four seven title. It's funny how they had all those people, uh, <laughs> like for that mat for that like big brawl. I guess that they, that was their quota for that day. It must have been. I don't even remember that many. I I just took note. I put I I wrote down Gronk pins Mojo when twenty four seven title runs off with it. That was all I had. Yeah, it was a bunch of dudes. <laughs> was Jose one of them? Maybe. Mm. I thought it was the conga line. Ah. so many jamokes there. Lots of jamokes. Um, next we had Street Profits, as we knew, successfully defending against Theory and Garza with the Splash to break up a pin attempt. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, and then we had Bianca Belair's debut to take out Vega, as we knew. Now, Vega was in sort of almost wrestling gear, so I figured she'd take a bump. Then on Raw, she flat out came out in wrestling gear. And they turned that into three matches. Wow. 
that first segment was almost like the like the full hour, the full first hour. Yeah, because they had three matches. Cause Let's like talk about milking it. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> It's, oh. like, here's a tag match oh that that got broken up by these two women alright here's a women's match oh that got broken up by the tag team and now we put it oh. all together put put your peanut butter in my jelly put my jelly in your peanut butter and there we go yeah it's fine to mean you do what you gotta do with what you got and there you go Austin Theory gets to be on TV more I hope so good for him um, and you want Bianca Belair against Zelina because it just shows how like strong she is tossing around this tiny muñeca around. Yeah, but, yeah, but they but they could also put over how Bianca Belair has won the uh, Performance Center Combine every year. Yeah, like like explain to me why she's the strongest, fastest, toughest. Don't don't get to that. Just give him a chance. <laughs> You'll have Phillips go like, uh, "Hey, Morrow, what do I do here?" <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I can't wait to see Bianca Belair shine on Raw. It's going to be great. I, I just hope that she's not just perpetually paired with Montez Ford and Street Profits. You know, just let her do her own thing. No, nah, she's on her own against yeah. the world. <laughs> there you go. Um. Anyway, glad glad you got the call up. Very happy for. Her. Uh, let's see. Titus took over as host uh, because Mojo won the title. Gronk, Gronky Kong, Gronk. That's one. Yeah. Gronky Kong won, and I hope he's twenty four champion forever. Sure. Um. Then we had the five women elimination match. To me, the guy eliminated first with everyone. But ultimately, it was following a split-legged moonsault by Naomi. Sasha eliminated Naomi with the bank statement. Lacey eliminated Sasha with the woman's right. She knows how to sell that move, man. God damn. Yeah. That's so good. I thought for a second there, I thought because they kept fucking up her right hand, she wasn't going to be able to hit that. And then, like, she would hit Bailey with her left, and it would <laughs> be like the lady's left. But, yeah. Oh, well. That would have been great. Yeah. Um... Du, 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 and then Bailey and me Lacey uh, with the modified stroke after Sasha. Yep. Yep, after Sasha came back for the backstabber. Aptly named backstabber. And the role model retains. Is that the match I want? I think that's the match no, I want. No, it's the match we tied. No, okay. it's, yeah, that's the match that tied it for me. Yeah. Fine, that's what I meant. Um definitely a good match. I am not looking forward to Tamina versus anyone coming up. It's going to be Tamina versus Sasha first. Hmm. And if Tamina wins, then she gets a shot at Bailey's women's title. She's not going to win that. Eh. Eh. She might. I personally thought the original plan was for before the uh, the virus got out of control, I thought it was going to be Paige was going to show up and uh, Banks and, and Bailey were going to surround her and then beat the shit out of her. But the surprise is Nia Jax is going to be in the in the match instead. 
and oh yeah, so Sasha Banks. Because, like, it's not much of a surprise to me. Like, oh, here's Tamina. It's like, what? That's not a blow-your-hair-back announcement that they were hyping. Yeah, and neither like is it, Sasha Banks like in the match, you know? Yeah, so they announced Tamina in the match, like, ah, Yeah. So now, now she's got her finish, and she's on Raw. So mm-hmm. I guess they changed their minds or whatever, but whatever. Something or other. The next match... Oh, the next was the Firefly Funhouse. How great was that? It was good. It wasn't. It was good in its old way. I don't compare like the two because they're two like like different things. Uh, the Firefly Funhouse was more cerebral uh, and a lot of inside baseball mm-hmm. uh, uh, for marks and stuff. I mean smarks and a lot of like cool like callbacks and all that stuff. And it's like. It's not that deep if you watch Ruthless Aggression documentary and all that stuff. And, and uh, you know. Like, I, I feel like the, the, the match, using the word loosely, it was all within the minds of Bray and Cena. Like so the, almost, John almost Cena like, and Bray Wyatt were having a mind fight? Yeah. Almost as Bray if, Wyatt's like, magic? Right. Almost as if, like, there wasn't even any physicality between the two. It was just... Bray berating Cena with things that Cena himself has said over and over in the past and showing him his failures and what could have been like the NWO. Well, that was like that was saying if he would have hit if he would have hit Bray Wyatt with the chair (laughs) instead of not hitting him with it, that he would have went heel. Ah, okay. That's what that was about. And what he should have done. Mm-hmm. And um, also at the same time, saying that oh you li- you say you listen to the people, but you weren't listening to them then when right. they were going behind Bray Wyatt instead of doing the right thing there. Uh, also, the whole um, thing with John Cena, where they do the where it's like the eighties, and he's like Johnny Large Meat, mm-hmm. and he had and he, he he couldn't stop pumping iron, and it's about John Cena always working himself out and that's just he he worked hard worked out so hard and couldn't stop because he was like he he his straight his ego kept making him go so he couldn't even get his arms up and stuff like that so mm-hmm. that made him weaker and easier to take out later on right also that same thing would prove sort of like what Bray was trying to say and like sort of the way Bray beat him because John Cena may be physically strong but mentally Bray is a lot stronger and that was what the match was it was a mental game and which Bray won see I don't believe Bray Wyatt is mentally strong like he's saying there maybe Mm -hmm. in that moment he was because his loss to John his loss to John Cena at WrestleMania, sent him into a downward spiral of self-loathing and depression. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you're mentally strong. Maybe he is now because of what happened to him before, mm-hmm. but he wasn't always. Right. So, so yeah. So now I'm saying, I guess. Like I don't know because I think John Cena is mentally strong. Mm-hmm. It's just that, uh, you know, I guess being faced with all of that at one time is what kind of does it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so yeah, so that was so that was definitely a different kind of take on 
a, uh, a cinematic match. And that was funny. It was a lot of funny stuff, you know, with the Vince Puppet doing commentary with the buzzard. This is such good shit. You have uh, uh, when uh, John Cena was doing the word life basic economics, and, like, uh-huh. it'll go back to Bray Wyatt just, like, awkwardly, like, bobbing to the rap. Mm-hmm. Like, my, my wife was, like, cracking up when that was happening every time it went back to Bray Wyatt. <laughs> I, could, I could not peel my eyes from the screen. It he was just kept going along with the music. <laughs> He's just rhyming and stuff. And like, the NWO thing was amazing. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. And every every time Bray quoted something, it was, it was like, I felt like I was like, I know this. I might not know exactly where it's from, but I know it's a quote, and it's great. You can look, but you can't touch. That was great, too. <laughs> The whole th- oh man, the whole thing was so good. I think Borash wasn't connected to that. I think that was um, just Cena and Bray. I believe it. Mostly. I, I, I read a lot it. of Southpaw wrestling in that thing. Yeah, I, re- I read it somewhere today. I don't I don't remember um, who they said was in it, but it was just Cena, Cena and Bray were the ones I remembered, but not Borash. Hmm. And the main event was. Drew vs. Brock. Four Claymores. Four Claymores. How many F5s did he survive? Like, three? Three, I think. That's a lot. And consecutive. Well, like you said, he read the patterns. Yeah. Brock Lesnar's so, F5 no longer... Brock Lesnar's F5 does less than 25% damage than it did before or whatever. Yeah. The COVID got it. Mm. Now, let me ask you something. Okay. At what? I don't, like I don't even know how how to fucking pose this. I, I so I, I just want to say, having Drew come out supposedly twenty minutes after winning the title, and having Big Show come out to challenge him for it, so and have Drew say, "I'm not that stupid. I'm not take. I'm not taking your bait." Show slaps him, and he still takes the bait. And that's it. It's on. Yeah, and and, and I. I I, and this was at the beginning of the day. I watched half an episode of the Big Show show. And I'm like, I'm supposed to take this seriously. I should have just shut the TV off. So that means anyone can come out and slap Drew McIntyre and just immediately get a title match. I guess so. Fight anybody, even after surviving three F fives. Which, like, I don't know. It kind of takes the mystique out because it's like you just beat the beast. And now you're in a, a match where the show, Big Show's giving you a lot of trouble. Yeah. It, it's... I understand you want to put Drew over as the guy that was able to beat Big Show after taking three F5s and beating Brock. He, they should have right. had him Claymore kick him out the gate. And that's it. Yeah. Done. Bye. Like, that shows him as more of a dominant champion than getting goaded into a match. Yeah, it's like after he gets slapped, do you have Big Show turn around, and then when next thing you know, Show turns around, he gets Claymored, and that's yeah. it. Ding, 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 Claymore, boom. Yeah, but they had to do stupid shit. <laughs> that, so that was annoying. That was stupid. It like I get the point, but it's not necessary because he just beat fucking Brock Lesnar. Yep. Whatever. I mean, if anything, 
it makes Brock look a little weaker. Does it though? And it certainly makes Show look weak as hell. Or does it make the Claymore kick look strong? Mm, see, there's there's the Claymore kick, and there's also Drew himself. Because to me, like it's it puts it paints Drew as easily goaded, despite saying he's not easily goaded. And I see how they're trying to say it puts him over strong, but I think it more puts it more Barry show and Brock slightly. Hmm. Because Drew should like Drew should be beat up and hurting and need a break. Why come out to the ring at all? Yeah. Alright. Why do so, I have to come out here? You come out here and talk to me. Yeah, and then to to face show and have show be fresh. Like show hasn't wrestled in months, let alone twenty minutes. Took three F fives. 20 minutes earlier and he beats Big Show to me that that, that more looks sh- makes Show look weak well it's Big Show so it's true who gives a shit yeah so it, it's fine that Big Show looked weak I'm just saying that it didn't exactly like didn't necessarily make Drew look that much stronger it should have had him have his title win leave it at that Show wants to come out for a match do it for Raw. I mean, they fucking showed it on Raw anyway. So you're saying the last match you saw on WrestleMania was not the last match of the night? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe just do a show a favor. Watch my show. The big show show. Which they didn't even mention. At least not during the match. Picking a spot to land in Fortnite is perhaps one of the most fucking computer... I'm okay. I'm just making sure because sometimes it'll cut, and then mm. I can, it'll it'll say recording file size, and it'll go away. I'm like, is it not recording anymore? Uh, anyway, we're good. Yeah. We're okay. We're okay. So things, I don't know. It was eight out of ten, I guess, for what you could do during a pandemic. We're lucky to have wrestling at all. I mean, I, I actually give it a nine out of ten. I just think. Like, because you can't consider the the Drew Show match part of WrestleMania. The Drew Show? Imagine? Yeah. The Drew McIntyre Show? Just, sure. It's Claymore kicking people. Hey, I'm Scottish. I Claymore people. That'll work. Yeah. It's a gimmick. <laughs> um, so you can't consider the Drew Big Show match as part of WrestleMania because it didn't air on WrestleMania. Right. Post-show. Sort of. All right, fine. Um, I don't. Remember, I don't think there was anything major on Raw. SmackDown. We had the uh, Forgotten Sons debut. Oh yeah, yeah. You you didn't watch that? I did watch it. I didn't like it. Oh yeah, but they're, they're like, so kind of. Eh. It sucks for them that it had to be during this because it. But it doesn't suck because it's like. I'm not sure what like um, reaction they would have got in a live crowd anyway. 
Yeah. Because, like, barely anyone knows who they are, probably. Like, I, I think out of everybody in the group that Riker is the one that's going to be, like, the big star because of how freaking enormous he is. Yeah, and how psychotic he looks. Yeah, he looks like a scary person you don't want to be alone with. And, you know, the ex, was it? The ex-Buddy uh, Murphy partner? What's his name? Uh, Blake. Blake Balake. It's like, <laughs> all right, cool, man. But, you know, they put him against the right team. And it's, like, not the best, like, year for call-ups, obviously. But the probably the winning call-up is Bianca Belair. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I can't think of anything else that was that great. And, like, what what could you really do? You know, you can't, you know, UE has to stay where they are. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going anywhere. Right. Um... Who knows? But I mean, we heard Tommaso say he's never leaving. But what does he do now? Yeah. Um. Well, supposedly, per, per what Triple H said leading into that match, which that, I mean, that's really the next thing to talk about. Um. Um. That they both stay there. It's just that their feud is over. No, I understand that. But like, he's like, what do I do now? Because he's he he the Tommaso's like I'm not I'm not Goldie's daddy or whatever I'm not you know forgot what else he said he's like what's next what now what am I? What did you think of that match? I thought I don't know felt like something was missing like it's not terrible like it was good. Like I, 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 I'm not gonna say anything's terrible because they worked hard and they did, you know, the best they could. Mm-hmm. But the finish was fine, I guess. Like a little bit of misdirection on the part of uh, Johnny and Candice, and mm-hmm. you knew she was gonna come into play because she showed up. And she's a bad actress. Like you, you know, she's a bad actress. Why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Just have her show up and kick him in the dick. And go about her business. And I do that in quotes. Mm-hmm. You know, because he had a cup, which is like, see, AJ, you can wear a cup. <clears throat> you can wear a cup at yep. wrestling. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was good. But there was a part where when they got on top of the truck, mm-hmm. and it's like, so, okay, so is this where it finishes? How are you getting down? Like, it's going to be awkward doing that. Yeah. Like, is someone going to toss someone off? Yeah, that that would be the end of the match, though, because there's nothing down there. Yeah. It's like, all right, so, so do we both agree just to get off? Like, <laughs> I uh, I don't have it written down. How did they get off the truck? I don't remember. <laughs> they just cut two off the truck. I would just... They show they showed Johnny coming back into the performance, or, or the, wherever the show was held. Uh, the building, the the undisclosed location. Yeah, I thought that would have been better with commentary, but obviously you can't do commentary. Like it would have been better with Morrow calling it. Yeah, but like, I'll take it back to the uh, the Boneyard match. You want you want to hear their dialogue? I know, but I mean, like, that's a match that wouldn't have hurt being a match match, like mm-hmm. an actual last man standing match. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. where they're in the ring, mm-hmm. like, telling a story, and you could tear up the ring and all that stuff. Because, like, because they got Mauro Ronaldo there. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that would have been interesting. Yeah. What about, um... Was he at the ladder match? Okay, never mind. But, yeah, what about what? This is about the same match, though, right? Yeah, what about what about Drake Cole and Tommaso T? Come on, T. You don't have to do this. It's... I guess it's like he likes both guys... I guess is that like mm. is he familiar with both of them? You know, is is he friendly with them both? Yeah, I guess I guess, I guess that's like um, that other ref called calling Seth Rollins Colby. Yeah, it's like I'm a real person, and he he did a bump. Yeah, so that was crazy. Mm. Like you had to think he was because you know him being huge, 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 huge jacked guy, huge yeah. guy. Um, match was good. Not, not the best of the week, um, but it was good for what it was. Um, so does this does this Candace a heel now? I think she just loves her husband. Like I, I don't know if that necessarily makes her a heel. <clears throat> Maybe I don't know. Ah. Um, let's see. So we also had the women's number one contender ladder match with Io Shirai won, which you mentioned earlier. Spoiler alert. And Mauro Ronaldo was calling it. Yes. I, I don't know if he was there. Was he there? Did they show him there? Or did he just do, like... Uh, they didn't show him. He could have just, like, recorded at home and sent it in or something. It sounded like he was there. But I don't think he was, because usually when a guy as loud as him is there, you can hear them. Like in the match, yeah. yeah, we were able to hear Cole and, and Graves. Yeah, exactly, because so they were there because you could see them. So I don't think he was, which is fine. You don't really have to be there to do that job. Yeah. Indus share this new tag team. The one thing I don't like about the finisher is that you can see. That the one that's holding the guy in the backbreaker position, you can see that he just lifts the guys up, lifts the guy, the victim up mm-hmm. to sell the knee drop from the top. Right. I mean, it's unique. It's not done by anybody else. Not not regularly, but you know, like that's sort of been a tag team move for a while, like a tag team staple. But they're doing it like as their their finish. Yeah, because because they're big dudes. Yeah. So, so that's fine. I don't really have a problem with that, but make that less obvious. I can see how, how, how you would uh, you would want that. That makes sense. Um, man, that was about. Oh, sorry. One other thing about um, Johnny and Champa. I like how Johnny used Champa's finisher to finish him off. That's perfect. Fair That's killing. a real like fuck you. Yeah. You Especially since it's a modified uh, pedigree. Yeah, and it makes sense for him to do the job, though, for Tommaso to lose. Yeah. It, it only raises Johnny's status as a heel. Yeah, like, to, for him to win the whole series because, uh, you know, uh, Tommaso turned on him first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't hurt Tommaso. Yeah. Uh, he had to get his, you know, his payback. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Let's see. Looking over Raw. Eh. I had a couple of uh, enhancement talents there. SmackDown. All right. AEW's. AEW Dynamite. Dynamite! 
did you watch, you watch this week, right? Yeah, man. I'm the one who spoiled Britt Brit Baker getting her face busted. And yeah, now she did. has a shirt. She does. It's pretty great. Try to, cap, um, try to get that Becky rub, bro. That's exactly what I was thinking. Um, between AEW and NXT, which do you think had the better show? Uh, I liked NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of the like, the ladder match was amazing. I, I thought it was fun. I always like a good ladder match. Uh, like AEW wasn't bad. Uh, it's just I don't know. I was just more interested in what was going on with NXT. I watched AEW first. I had to wait till the next day to watch NXT, so I had mm-hmm. time to process it. Uh, that Archer dude, he he's impressive. Um, what else? That match. With Kenny Omega and uh, what was the guy he was partnered with? The Michael ba- Nakazawa, his best friend. With the, they wanted to get the title of best friends for their tag team, so they wrestled <laughs> the best friends. And like it was great because the converse, they were having a conversation. I don't know if it was like in a trailer or something. I think it was a trailer. Orange Cassidy was in there for whatever reason. Because he's well, being Orange Cassidy. He's just magically there, and then the other guys come in, and then they're like, you want to be the best friends? We're the original best friends. All right, well, why don't you make a match? And if we win the match, we could be the best friends. That was It was a fun match. The, he had the baby, the oil and shit, mm-hmm. the hentai that- slide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is it me, or does, or does Chuck Taylor just look so generic? Yeah, that's not you. That, I think that that's um, that's why I don't like that's what turns me off about him because it's like you, you, we could replace you with anyone and immediately have more personality in this tag team. I don't know. I think he it, it works. Like he works in that pairing. Mm-hmm. Like I can't t- really talk. I'm looking at him like he's got a better body than I do. But I'd also be able to buy like a TV at Best Buy from him. But, you yeah, know, whatever. Okay. Um, you mentioned Lance, Lance Archer. That blackout move is pretty sick. Um, they're only obviously only pairing him against smaller dudes right now to highlight just how big he is. That's the WWF superstars push, brother. That's right. That's right. Um, they, like, they, they, they got to work it well because, like, for me, I, I, for you also, like, uh, from past conversations, but like he's pretty. Eh. He has a history of being pretty, eh. like just there, just not great. Like, thankfully they they haven't shown his tram stamp yet. Mm-hmm. So I know you sort of berated him for it in the past. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> But yeah, but, but like yeah, he, he's a big dude compared to like AEW size wrestlers. Yep. So and he like he's got the intensity which he did not have before. So let's see how far this takes him. And he, you know he's got Jake the Snake as his manager or hype man, whatever the case may be. I think it's just an opportunity for Jake to be scary. He's just talking scary at Cody for whatever reason. Like I don't know why he's so mad at him. Because he feels like he should have been asked. During the inception of AEW to help with AEW. Ah, okay, that makes more sense. I should probably listen more to what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. That that that's that's his beef with it, and like I get it. Um. 
But I'm more I'm more interested in Jake than I am in uh, the the murder hawk. Now the murder hawk murder hawk monster. The murder hawk monster. Yeah. So all right. Whatever you want to call yourself, buddy. And I guess it's better than just Archer. Lance Archer. Yeah. You can't just do Archer because then I'll just think of fucking Scott Bakula. Or the TV show Archer. There's a cartoon called Archer. It's pretty mm, funny. I, I wouldn't think of that. Uh, I had a couple of Mox vs. Hager vignettes, which were good. Yeah. It, Hager's it, like, <laughs> my wife is hot. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> um, even, Mo- even Moxie was a little eh. With some of these, some of the things he was saying. Yeah. Do you think this means Moxie's going to get beat by Hager? <laughs> I don't know. It's anything goes, so Moxley has the advantage here. It's true. Um, but Moxley doesn't have any allies. Hager has Unicircle. That's true. I don't know. He's got... He's, Darby Allen could probably help him. And the Inner Circle's pissed off enough people. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the elite could maybe help Mox just to keep the belt away from the inner circle. Maybe. Oh, Sean Spears wrestled uh, Cody. Yep, in the opening uh, contest for the TNT Championship Tournament. Yep. Um, what do you think of the finish? Uh, can you remind me what it was? Because I watched this on Wednesday. It's now Saturday night. Two crossroads followed by the figure four for a pinfall. Good. That's that's the that's the man who wants to win a title. <laughs> a pinfall with a figure four? That's a unique way to do it. It's not like you can't. Right. But like we've we've all seen someone getting figure four, they're laying down because they're in pain, and the ref counts one, two, and they get the shoulder up. Yeah, but he hit two crossroads. Yeah. <laughs> what do you I, mean? If I if I remember correctly, after the second crossroads, he tried to pin him, didn't get the pinfall, and then locked in the figure four. Yeah, I guess he's like, listen, you either just lay there, or I'm gonna break your fucking legs. Yeah. I guess. Um, a little weird, but I mean, I'm definitely okay with Cody going over. Give him give him the TNT title because he can't get the world title until. They make it make sense. Yeah, maybe they'll make a rule where it's like if you you know how we were trying to do with the Intercontinental Championship, like make it like a Money in the Bank type situation. Mm-hmm. Like if you hold it long enough, that you should be the number one contender for the championship. Yeah, or like TNA where you can cash it in. Yeah. Um. So between AEW and NXT, I think. I mean, obviously AEW had. More content and they, people in the crowd. Yeah, they they provided more wrestling content. How is that and, not a disqualification when those people held uh, Britt Baker down to get kicked? Or what about when Cody used his weight belt as a whip? Well, that's different. People use weight belts no, all the not. time, and it's a foreign object. Yeah, but people got actually physically involved with the talent. You know that Jericho it. was right. Both of those. Both of those. But, the, like, the weight belt was blatant. The ref clearly saw it. Plus, AEW had Jericho on commentary the whole night. So it was I, great. I guess AEW did better. Supposedly, he's going to be on commentary for the next few weeks because I think they, they say he put, like, eight hours of commentary in. Sweet. Yes. 
So you oh. got Sh- oh, Shivani straight manning him. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. The champions. The, the hentai slide. I, w- I wonder if Shivani... You know? Yeah. I know Shivani knows what hentai means. Probably. <laughs> uh, um, so like I was saying, I think AEW gave us more content. I think the matches we did have on NXT, particularly the the bookends, the ladder match and the um, Champa Johnny match, were better than what AEW gave us. Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay, that makes sense to me. Because it's like, it's the end of a chapter and it's also setting up uh, a women's title match. So, right. like, there were higher stakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they... AEW did kind of took a step towards the tournament, but yeah, I guess I'll go with what you're saying. Yeah, so that that's my stand on that. Also, NXT we had another Killer Cross vignette. Oh, um, so the after Johnny won, him and Candice were walking back to the car. Oh yes, yes. Uh, what's his name? Killer Cross. And he was. He Scarlet was in Bardot. Well, I couldn't tell that it was Scarlet, like mm. for sure, for sure. But that was definitely Killer Cross sitting in that car. I guess he's going after Johnny Wrestling. Well, something's going to happen. We yeah. don't know what. You know, usually something happens. Mm. Uh, I would hope. Yes. And maybe and, he'll maybe he'll offer his services. I don't know. We don't know why he was sitting in the car. No, we don't. But maybe he's just wanting to see who walks out of that standing. How did he find out about this undisclosed location? That's another good question. Maybe he knows people. Mm. Maybe he's friends with the referee that got hurt. And he's he's out for justice. Drake Burns. Formerly known as Drake Younger. Yep. So a lot of que- we we got some answers and once again a lot of questions. That's good. That's Bane's wrestling. Oh, Shayna Baszler defended Ronda Rousey online. Yeah, that's a work. And I, don't give a shit. I yeah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't doesn't matter. A friend defends a friend. News at eleven. Hot uh-huh. news. Hot news. Everybody. Her friend says she's okay. Yeah. Twitter is not real life. What? Yeah. It's fake. Ugh, everybody's fake. a work. Wrestling is real. People are fake. And on that note, you think we're ready to get out of here? I think we are. Okay. This, this was a big episode. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. This is the part where Rich tells you stuff. Oh, yeah, I got stuff. Um, so if you want to email us, hit us up at uh, – you can email us, basinbookers at gmail.com, basinbookers on Twitter, basinjr on Twitter, Rich Riz on Twitter. Uh, you can listen to this podcast on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music. Is there anything I forgot? I don't know. Uh, you know, wherever you get podcasts, you know, the Basement Bookers Gmail, you know, like, Basement Bookers review. on Facebook. Give us a star or three or five, seven stars, Lariat, something. And Jer has a closing message. The Batch of Life, 
and even more obvious now uh, than ever, is scheduled for one fall, so make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the booker!